You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, once again, everybody. Welcome to this week 16 edition of Jumping the Gun, along with Daniel Shapazi, and I'm Derek Gunn. Uh, of course, you know what we do. You know how we roll here. We look back to the week gone by, and we look ahead to the upcoming games and make our selections. And then, of course, we boast about who beat who each and every week. Uh, you know, I just want to go on record saying that I believe that Daniel cheats. You know, I got to do a better job of starting to keep uh, a, a track of who says what here. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, Daniel, he got the best of me last week. And we'll see what happens this week. How you been, man? <laughs> well, I'm, I've been good. Uh, we we both uh, somehow, in a week full of COVID protocol and, and games being moved and playing with weird times on Tuesday. From Thursday to Tuesday, we had games pretty much every day. Um, we both went 12-4 and four this oh, past week. We tied. That's got to be our best record um, this year. Yeah, I mean, to <laughs> it's kind of crazy that we were able to actually predict a somewhat accurate week uh, with everything that's been going on around the NFL. So, uh, not bad for us. Wow, not bad. <laughs> I'll take it. Let's see if we can duplicate it again this yeah. week. Yep, starting on Thursday night, we have the Niners at the Titans. The Niners are getting three points in Tennessee. Wow, what a physical, rugged matchup that's going to be. Right now, the Niners control the number six seed in the NFC and Tennessee right now is the three seed over in the AFC. Uh, this is going to be physical football at its finest. Uh, if you're of the faint of heart, this is not the game for you. Um, and wow, this, I, you talk about a tough one to pick. This could go either way, but but because of the way the Niners have been playing and recently, I am going to take the Niners in this game. What say you, sir? Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners too, but this is this is getting interesting for the Titans. So the Titans had such a great start to the year, obviously, with Derrick Henry playing out of his mind. Derrick Henry goes down, and now the Titans, I mean, you're only one game up on the Colts. They're breathing down your neck. Um, we're here. Uh, I mean, it's possible that Derrick Henry could be back potentially by week 18, uh, is what, what I've heard. But... What I'm keeping my eye on is potentially if the Titans need to rush him back because they're only two games out of missing That's the playoffs. Right. They're, this, they are not 
uh, on solid ground right now. And then you have to go, uh, you have to play against a, a hot Niners team on a Thursday night with everything going on with COVID. Ah, this is this is a tough spot for the Titans. So I'm I'm taking the Niners, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start hearing Derrick Henry a lot more uh, this coming week uh, and potentially being rushed back uh, to to save the Titans season. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you. And you know, you talk about the Heat being on Tennessee. Uh, well, there are five teams behind Tennessee. Tennessee is what nine and five. There are five teams in the AFC that are sitting at eight and six. And when you look at where San Francisco is, um, there's three teams behind them at seven and seven. Bird Dog and them, and they're what eight and six now, I believe it is. Uh, if it, yep. so, yep. neither one of these teams can afford to lose. Now, when you look at San Francisco, they're on a two-game winning streak. Whereas when you look at Tennessee, they're on a one-game losing streak. You know, they were in control of the AFC South. You know, Indianapolis was just a far-fetched thought. But with three games left to play, that division is uh, pretty much up for grab between these two. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to to watch over the next few weeks. Um, Moving over to Saturday, we have a couple of Christmas Day games. We have the Browns at the Packers. The Packers are getting seven and a half points in Green well, Bay. Well, Cleveland's, Cle- Cleveland's been beat up. Um, and y- you you look at Green Bay, and for a team that's 11-3, they're somewhat of a perplexing team. We know what Aaron Rodgers can do. Nobody throws a tighter spiral. Nobody throws a prettier ball than Aaron Rodgers. And as he's shown this season, he doesn't need his top receivers to win a game. Green Bay never wins convincingly. They always win or a majority of the time they win, but they don't win convincingly. You know, they let they let Baltimore back in the game. Baltimore decides to go for two. Baltimore could have won the game. Luckily, another defensive back makes a big play for the Packers. The back end of their defense has been playing outstanding for Green Bay all season long. Um, Cleveland going into Lambeau Field, and it's supposed to be snow on Christmas Day at Lambeau Field. The perfect Lambeau Field setting for a Packers win. I'll take the Packers and the points at home against Cleveland. Yep, I'm right there with you. I'm taking the Packers at home. It's just a, this is just a classic Packers game. I mean, you like you said, you, you might you're probably getting snow. It's on Christmas, uh, playing against the Browns, uh, who, who've been beat up, uh, have been hit hard by COVID and just injuries in general. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Packers here. They just find a way to get it done every week. Uh, so I don't know how that defense that, that defense has been playing as well as it has all season. I mean, you're missing Jair Alexander, one of the best if not the best cornerback in the NFL. You have Zadarius Smith, who's been out for most of the year. So not only uh, are they they playing well as a secondary, they have to play longer. Uh, play, play, uh, they have to cover people for longer because that pass rush isn't what it normally is. So it's, it's very impressive uh, seeing what the Packers have been able to do this year. Our next Christmas Day game, we have the Colts at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are getting one point in Arizona. Man, what is happening to Arizona as of late, man? They, they can't buy a win. They lose to the Lions? The Lions? Are you kidding Crazy. me? And they're on a two-game losing streak, and right now they're tied for first place with the Rams. You know, they, here's another team that was controlling uh, their own destiny. Uh, they still are in a lot of ways, but, you know, they were the number one seed, and all of a sudden, you know, this, this team's falling fast. They're right now, if you look at them, they're the number four seed. So, you know... Arizona has to find a way to get it done. Um, I, I don't know if, if it's going to be this particular week. Um, you know, the, the Colts have been playing out of their minds. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Colts in this game. 
hey, you're, fi- you're finally coming over to the Colts. <laughs> I'm also taking I'm also taking the Colts here. Uh, the Cardinals, I mean, what is going on? They're they're letting the the whole. I mean, they had the number one seed in grasp. Now now it looks like uh, Green Bay could be running away with that. Um, the Cardinals just keep slipping up. This is not looking good. Like I said before last week, them losing DeAndre Hopkins is a huge hit uh, to that offense. It's just a, such a reliable target that um, that Kyler really leans on whenever the, the pressure is on him. And to not have that security blanket is a big loss. And that offense just never seemed like it can get anything going against the Lions last week. Uh, hats off to the Lions. I mean, they won, they've won what, two out of their last three games. Um, but, yeah, rough loss for the Cardinals. I'm also going with the Colts. Jonathan Taylor just runs all over everybody. I mean, that was a huge win last week against New England. And when have you seen um, the, a team's number one threat, uh, as Jonathan Taylor is, just be able to do whatever yep. you want against a Bel- Bel- Belichick exactly. team? I mean, he's famous for, for taking away your number one option. And they couldn't stop uh, Jonathan Taylor. So I'm riding with the Colts here. They're, they're going to keep it rolling. Moving to Sunday now, we have the Lions at the Falcons. The Falcons are getting five and a half points in Atlanta. I've tried my best to 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 be um, a, a, as honest and as fair as possible when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons, but somehow, some way, they just keep finding a way to disappoint you. You know, the fact that they're six and eight right now, they're the, they're in the eleventh spot in the NFC, going nowhere fast. Um, you know, am I am I dare dare I say I'm picking the Lions in this game? Is that possible? No, uh, I, oh, I, I'm going to take the Lions in this game. I think that oh, win last week uh, has changed the mojo for their team. <clears throat> um, you know, they're in line for the top pick in the upcoming draft, but I think the Lions are going to get this win against the Falcons. You know, I was thinking about picking the Lions too, and I mean, how, how dare I pick against the Lions at this point? I mean, I feel like over the last few weeks, I, I just kept getting it wrong with them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Falcons because I think this Falcons team, whenever you think they're about to bottom out and just hit hit rock bottom and their season's going to be over, they somehow find a way to get a win and, and look somewhat decent doing so. So I think the Falcons are going to find a way to get this win and it's going to be meaningless. They're not going to make the playoffs at the end of the day, but Matt Ryan will show up for one random week. And I think the, the, the Falcons get the win, and uh, especially because it's in Atlanta. If this was in Detroit, I would definitely feel more confident picking the Lions. Uh, but it's in Atlanta. We haven't seen this Lions team play very well away from home. So I'm going with the Falcons here. Next, we have a huge AFC North battle. We have the, Mad, uh, the Ravens at the Bengals. The Bengals are getting three points in Cincinnati. Man, what has happened to the Ravens? And I understand... They've been decimated by injuries. Lamar Jackson is hurt. Uh, but, man, you talk about a team falling off the map. You know, at one point, not too long ago, we were talking about the Ravens possibly being the top seed in the AFC. Now they're hanging on for dear light. Right now they're the number eight seed um, in the AFC. And, you know, I, man, I, I can't pick them. I just can't pick them, Daniel. I got to pick against them. Yeah. I'm picking against the Ravens this game. Uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the, the Bengals also. I mean, talk about a team that that we also ha- haven't really been able to get right this year. This Bengals team, uh, they they also find ways to lose games. Hopefully, they could get into that uh, a little bit more of a consistent uh, streak going into the playoffs. Uh, because this Bengals team, when they're right, 
they're one of the most fun teams teams to watch in the NFL. This Ravens team, it's just, it, it's never ending with these injuries. I mean, uh, on top of all the injuries they had to start the year, I mean, you lose Marlon Humphrey, one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. You have Lamar Jackson, the last guy on their offense that's like, that's, that's that was holding everything together by a thread, and even he goes down. Uh, it just doesn't look like it's the Ravens' year. Uh, I'm going with the Bengals here to take uh, a further, uh, more of a lead in that AFC North. Next, we have the Rams at the Vikings. The Rams are getting three points. In yeah, Rams season. are playing for first place right now out in the uh, NFC West. Uh, the Vikings right now are clinging to that seventh spot. They've got the Eagles and a few other teams bird-dogging them right now. As good as the Vikings have been, I still don't trust them in a lot of ways. Um, I think the Rams are rolling. Cooper Cup is unstoppable. Um, and, and I'm going to take the Rams on the road in this game in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Cooper Cup is having one of the best seasons I've ever seen from a from a receiver. I mean, he's unstoppable. Like you said, I feel like every week he has nine catches for 140 yards and two touchdowns. Just something like something crazy along uh, that's 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 uh, that's that line. And the fact that that is a, is normal for us, like we look at that and we don't even blink, blink twice anymore. Um, it's amazing what he's been able to do. This Rams offense looks like it's getting it together. Odell Beckham looks comfortable in that offense. I'm taking the Rams, and I'm also rooting for the Rams because, uh, as you mentioned, we need, uh, as, as an Eagles fan, we need the Vikings to lose a couple of these games going down the stretch. So I'm taking the Rams here, and I'm very much rooting for the Rams. Uh, next, we have the Bills at the Patriots. The Patriots are getting two and a half points. In Should the- be a good uh, AFC East battle. Um, you know, Buffalo, I, I picked Buffalo to win the division. And all of a sudden, Bill Belichick goes back to Billy Ball. You know, um, I, I thought this New England team was going to be an average team at best. Right now, they're the number two seed. Uh, Buffalo's fading fast. They're number seven. But, you know, they're one of uh, they're one of five teams in the AFC with an eight and six record right now. Uh, so, you know, Buffalo, unfortunately, I don't trust you. Uh, and, and, and even though the Patriots... Uh, coming off a loss, I'm going to take New England at home in this game. Okay, interesting. I'm, I'm going to take the Bills here. I think this is the revenge game. Um, I don't expect the Bills to be able uh, or to, to allow the Patriots to run the ball all over them uh, this this time, especially with uh, some of the uh, post-game comments that the, some of the Bills players, uh, the defensive players, let loose after that Patriots game, I think. They took that a little personally, and they were insulted by it. And I think the Bills find a way to get it done this week. Um, honestly, what it's come down to is if you could take away this Patriots running game, and you just have to make Mac Jones beat you. I mean, you got to make him throw the ball down the field. Uh, the Colts did that last week, and it, it worked out for them. So uh, I'm taking the Bills here on the road in New England. Next, we have what's probably the worst game of the week. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. At the New England, uh, the, excuse me, the New York Jets. This is a, as it should be. This is an even line. There's no favorite. In wow, this game. you got two teams that have a combined five wins between them and 23 losses. Wow, you know uh, this is a game that I say first and foremost. Do we even have to talk about this game? But yes, oh, we do. And for some reason, I don't know why. I just like the Jets a little bit better in this game. So I'm going to take the Jets in this game. <laughs> All right. It's funny. Last week, uh, we when we recorded the podcast, I said at any any moment now, I feel like Urban Meyer could get fired. 
And of course, later that night, we get news that Urban Meyer got fired. So um, I think that was a little bit of a quick turnaround for the Jags, which is why I think they lost uh, to Houston. But this week, I think with a full week of practice with this new head coach, uh, that could revitalize the team a little bit. And I hope to see a better performance out of Trevor Lawrence. So I'm going to take the Jaguars here on the road uh, in New York. Next, we have the Bucks at the Panthers. The Bucks are getting 10 points in Carolina. Well, we know that, that the Bucks are going to uh, wrap up uh, the, the NFC South eventually. But this is a team that has some question marks now. Chris Godwin is, is out for the season. Mike Evans with that hamstring is out at least for the rest of the regular season. Uh, Leonard Fournette is now down. They just signed Le'Veon Bell to help out Ronald Bell uh, in the backfield. And you're talking about a, a, a Tampa Bay team. When Tom Brady doesn't have his weapons, lo and behold, Tom Brady seems to be a mere mortal now. I mean, I never thought a New Orleans team with no quarterback um, would shut out a Tom Brady offense. And they beat him, not even with a touchdown, but three field goals to beat him 9 nothing. But, but because it's Carolina and only because it's Carolina, I think Tampa Bay wraps up the division in this game. I agree. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks too. Not very convincingly because, like you said, uh, it, feel like, it feels like every weapon for Tom Brady is out. Um, and it's funny, Tom Brady, uh, <laughs> he leaves one of the big reasons that everybody thought Tom Brady left New England is because he had no weapons uh, in New England. And, and, and the Bucks had all these great receivers, great young receivers to throw to. Now, of course, <laughs> all, all those receivers are hurt, and Tom Brady is stuck with a bunch of guys, uh, and he has to make it work again. But he is the greatest of all time, so he'll find a way to make it work. And like you said, it's against the Panthers. I think they wrap it up this week as well. And Ronald Jones, that's a great uh, backup running back. Uh, I mean, it, it hurts to, have to be missing Leonard Fournette. He's been having a great year, but Ronald Jones is, is a great second option, so... I think the Bucks still find a way to get it done. Next, we have the Chargers at the Texans. The Chargers are getting 10 points in Houston. Well, I keep waiting for the Chargers to fall, uh, but it looks like the Chargers are here to stay. Right now, they're the number six seed over in the AFC. Uh, we know what the Texans are. You know, they're tied for the second worst record in the AFC. Um, the Chargers are on a, on a, on a mission. Um, they know they're right behind Kansas City in that AFC West. Uh, Chargers are not going to win the division, but they're in prime position for a playoff spot. Chargers will not let this game slip away. I'll take the Chargers and the points here. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers with the points. I think this is going to be quick work uh, for the Chargers. Um, not really much else to say about this. Um, like you said, even though they, they lost to Kansas City last week, that was a great game. Uh, both of those offenses were going at it. Um, definitely not a loss to hang your head on. Um, so I'm going with the Chargers here to keep it rolling against the Texans. Next, we have the Bears at the Seahawks. Another tough one to watch. The Seahawks are getting six and a half points in Seattle. Oh, man. If it weren't for bad luck, the Bears would have no luck at all. They can't score. <laughs> they cannot finish drives. Defense can't make the necessary stops. They're a bad team. Seattle, not much better. Seattle at five and nine. Bears have been officially eliminated from the playoffs at 4-10. Um, in a meaningless game, other than pride itself, 
Uh, I like Seattle in this game. Yeah, it. You know the fun, the, the the most entertaining thing about seeing the Bears last week on national television was just seeing Matt Nagy just rip the refs constantly <laughs> throughout the game. I mean, it, it just looked like he let loose. He he had enough of all of the, like you said, all the bad luck that they've had all year. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks here, and I want to. I want to. I'm just thankful this week that we don't have to watch the Bears on national TV again. So um, I'm glad this game is going to be stuck in the, the during the daytime on Sunday, so I don't really have to watch them. Um, next, we have the Steelers at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are getting seven points at home. In Ooh, Kansas City. Steelers at the Chiefs. On paper, it, it looks like a good grudge match, um, but you know. <laughs> I can't figure out this Pittsburgh team. You know, right now they're one game above 500 and seven, six, and one. Uh, we know what Kansas City is. Kansas City has been on a roll. The defense has found its footing. They've been playing much better, making the job for that offense that much easier. Um, Mike Tomlin's crew is going to struggle to get to the playoffs this year. Uh, when you look at the rest of their schedule, um, Kansas City is just too powerful at home. For Pittsburgh to deal with. I think it will be an entertaining game. It's the kind of game I would love to sit and watch. If I had to go to a game, I would love to sit and watch that game in person. Uh, but I think uh, Kansas City at home with the points is my choice. It's funny how after all that's happened this year with the Chiefs and the, the slow start that they got off to, their offense has been sputtering throughout the season. And here they sit two weeks before the playoffs at the number one seed in the AFC. Just just like we all uh, we all. Played, oh, right? yeah. Uh, this, is, this, this is how we all thought they would get here, right? Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs here. Uh, I think that the, uh, the fact that they have uh, the, a shot at this number one seed um, is going to kick them into gear. Uh, they've been on a roll. Their defense has been playing great. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs here at home with the points. Uh, the Steelers team just is too inconsistent and I can't believe I'm saying this I, I don't know how the Steelers team the Steelers team might have a hard time moving the ball against this Chiefs defense that just all of a sudden became one of the best defenses in the NFL so um, yeah I'm taking the Chiefs here with the points next we have another even matchup we have the Broncos at the Raiders and there is no line here there is an even line here. well um, we don't know the status of Teddy Bridgewater Man, that injury he sustained, uh, now we know it's a concussion, looked really worse than, than, than a lot of us anticipated. Um, and, you know, just, uh, you know, you hate to see anybody in concussion protocol. I'm just not, uh, glad it's not worse uh, for, for Teddy at this particular point. Um, man, you talk about another game? Uh, wow. I, I, I can't, you know, without Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not a big Teddy Bridgewater fan, but I got to pick, I'm going against the Broncos this week. I got to go against the Broncos. Yeah, I'm also I'm also taking the Raiders strictly because one of these teams has their starting quarterback. Um, I don't love either of these teams, uh, but man, you you just gotta feel for Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, he's had so many big uh, injuries, and, and whenever he seems to be getting his feet under him, just something else happens to him. Um, hopefully, he's able to come back uh, soon um, from this injury, but uh, it did look rough. Uh, uh, when, when he got hurt uh, this past week. Uh, but I am going to take the Raiders here um, just because they have Derek Carr <laughs> at quarterback. Honestly, there's, there's no real uh, real anything deep going on with this game. Uh, next, we have the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night. 
Dallas is getting 11 points at home. Wow, um, not surprised there. Although I expect the game to be a lot closer um, than what it, what it is. We assume that uh, Washington's going to have a few more players back primarily. One of the two frontline quarterbacks uh, who were under, able to play against the Eagles. Um, you know, Dallas right now is on a mission. Um, I still don't think Dallas is a team if for as much talent as they have. I don't look at this team as, as a team going deep into the playoffs. Their defense has been wrecking people as of late. But for some reason, Dak Prescott's game overall seems a little bit off. You know, overthrowing, underthrowing uh, receivers as well. I like Dallas, but I like Washington to cover. So I'm taking Dallas to win the game, but I think Washington will cover. Uh, I think Dallas wins the game, and I think they cover. Um, I, I just don't think uh, this Washington team has a lot left in it. Uh, I think this is a, this is going to be a rough game. I mean, Taylor Haneke, if he plays, this could be close, but we still don't even know if he's going to play yet. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Cowboys at home. I just feel like in prime time, this team could show uh, shows up. And hey, that defense, Micah Parsons has been playing out of his mind uh, this year. He's been wrecking people um, left and right. He, he has, what, 14 sacks on the season? Crazy, he, crazy. He's been having an amazing, amazing rookie season. So I'm taking uh, Dallas here with the points uh, at home. Going to Monday night, we have the Dolphins at the Saints. The Saints are still on primetime TV. <laughs> the Saints are getting three points at home in New well, Orleans. I, I like that Dolphins defense. I, I really do. You know, they're 7-7 seven right now. They're in the 11th seed in the AFC. Um, the Saints, yeah, I don't know what to make of this team. They lose games that you thought they were going to win. They win games like against Tampa Bay. You think they're going to lose. I can't figure this team out to save my life. But because they are playing this one in New Orleans, and because I like, as much as I like Miami's defense, I like New Orleans' fast, flying, hard-hitting defense a little bit more. I'm going to take the Saints at home in this game. All right. I'm going to take the Dolphins here. And what I find interesting about this game, it's a big game under the national spotlight. You're in a dome. I think this would be a great opportunity for Tua to have a big game uh, while everybody's watching. Uh, even if they don't end up making the playoffs this year, if, if Tua can leave end the season on a good note, and uh, because of all the questions that have been surrounding him with his future with the, with the Dolphins, um, I think this would be a great opportunity for him. Uh, and especially playing against a good Saints defense, I think this is a, a great shot for Tua to kind of put his stamp on this year, uh, going into next year uh, as the starting quarterback for the Dolphins. So I'm taking the Dolphins on the road on Monday night. And finally, we have the Giants at the Eagles. The Eagles are getting nine and a half points at home in Philly. Man, uh, the Eagles still remember what the Giants did or what they didn't do back in week number 12. The Eagles committed four turnovers. Jalen Hurts had his worst game of the season, three interceptions. The Eagles barely scored seven points in that game. But this time around is at the link. The Eagles have won the last seven straight against the Giants at the link. And since 2009, the Eagles are 10-2 and two against the Giants at the link. Daniel Jones is now out for the year with a neck injury. I believe Sterling Shepard's out for the year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for the year. Yeah, with an Achilles injury. He's a Achilles injury. He's out for the year. Um, this Eagles team is on a roll. Nobody can stop their rushing attack. Seven straight games. They have run for at least 175 yards in a the game. They're the number one rushing offense in the league, averaging over 165 points, 165 yards a game. 
I think the Eagles just steamroll right through the Giants and give them the payback they deserve. I agree. Um, I mean, Daniel, like you said, Daniel Jones is not going to be um, playing this game. He's out for the year. But if you remember, I mean, the Eagles defense only gave up 13 points to that Giants offense. It's not like the Giants offense just went out there and it was throwing all over the field against the Eagles. Um, so it really comes down to the offense. The offense needs to put up more than seven points, which I think they'll be able to do in Philly, uh, especially with... Uh, I was impressed with the, the poise that their offense had after going down 10 nothing with just constantly shooting themselves in the foot against Washington. And to be able to just go back out there and execute your game plan, running the ball effectively and, and, and staying calm and not, not hitting the panic button, uh, as we've seen a lot of Eagles teams in the past do. So um, I, I think uh, that was impressive, and I think the Eagles get it done this week. I'm taking the Eagles with the nine and a half points. In All right, and just like that, there you have it for this week's edition of Jumping the Gun. Week 16 is coming up. And, of course, we will be back next week to rehash what went down on week 16 and, of course, look ahead to week 17, which entails the rematch between the Eagles and that Washington football team. So for Daniel Shabazzi and I'm Derek Gunn, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately! Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or Renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.